0: Are you a passionate business owner or entrepreneur ready to take your message to the world? Do you dream of launching your own podcast but don't know where to start? Introducing my eight-week Start Your Podcast program designed to guide you every step of the way in creating and launching your podcast. In this program, you'll learn the essential skills needed to craft engaging content, record high-quality episodes, and market your podcast effectively to reach your target audience. I will work closely with you providing personalized guidance and feedback to ensure your podcast stands out in a crowded digital space. But hurry, spots are limited and applications for our upcoming cohorts are closing soon. Don't miss this opportunity to turn your podcast dreams into a reality and launch your podcast this summer. Visit our website donnaeed.com forward slash apply and apply now to secure your spot in our next cohort. Together, let's make your podcasting vision a success. Today on the Society of Professional Wedding Vendors podcast, we have Lynn Stainthorpe. She is a brand strategist who works with ethical business owners driven by a clear purpose. She helps you to get to the heart of what makes your brand meaningfully different, helps you create your authentic brand identity, develop your brand value proposition and marketing materials, and the result is a brand you can feel proud of. Confidence in your brand messaging, a deeper connection with your clients, and an elevation of your business. So if you want any of that in your business, then today's episode is a must listen. Welcome to the podcast, everybody. Today, we have Lynn with us. Um, Hi, Lynn. Thank you so much for coming and being on the podcast today. Why don't you tell our audience a little bit about yourself um, and how
1: you got into your business? Well, thank you for inviting me, Donna. So I'm Lynn Stainthorpe. Um, My business is Big Idea Brand Marketing, and I'm a brand strategist the reason i got to this is firstly i've always worked in marketing because i studied history and what do you do with a history degree if you don't need to teach i did history did you yeah (laughs) (laughs) then we talk about oh what period Let's not get distracted. Back onto the branding. <laughs> no, that's, that's so, um, so I've always worked in marketing. Um, first part of my career was working in big companies, worked for Unilever, worked for Beecham, and I marketed Julet's paint colours. Well, I was marketing manager at Julet's, but one, on my way up, I marketed Julet's paint colours. And looking back, this was transformational for me because this is where I learned about the power of colour. And its impact, how emotional it is, because it creates mood in mm. rooms and expresses your personality. Yeah. And um, working on Dulux, this was a big business with just one brand. So everybody in the business wanted the brand to succeed. So there was so much attention and focus on that brand, on the new innovations on the customers on what they wanted on the brand style, the brand image, and of course the brand personality. Mm. What I realized now is um, um, after working for businesses and I went into consultancy, now I've got my own business, but this has been the bedrock, you know, the foundation for what I use now. when I work with small businesses. Fantastic, fantastic. So today
0: we are going to talk a little bit about um branding and brand personality. Um so why don't you just talk us through what what is branding? Because when I think of brands, I think Chanel, Coca-Cola, Asda, that, that's a brand to me, but branding is something a little bit different than than a name, isn't it?
1: Yeah, this can be quite confusing, I think. <laughs> because, um... <laughs> Because a lot of small business owners think the brand is the logo, mm. but you can kind of separate brand from the branding. So the brand is a bit of an abstract concept, really. So the brand is who is this business? Who is the brand? What does it stand for? And kind of what we're seeing now is what does it stand against? hmm. So a brand can take a position, it can have opinions. And of course everything it does focused on its audience, however yeah. small or big that niche is. Yeah. So a brand a brand can be, it's like a person, it can be polarizing or it can choose to be really, really popular. So you've got that. So conceptually that's what the brand is. What you've got with branding is, a logo is the branding. So the brand colors, the kind of fonts, the kind of images, the brand style, the logo, these are all elements of the branding. And mm. what these do is they represent the brand. So this is why people say a brand is much more than a logo because it is. Yeah. yeah, <laughs> absolutely. So the logo is kind of like um, the shortcut to remembering all those characteristics about your brand yeah brand and branding is kind of seems very simple on the outside but actually you can go into it
0: really really deep deeply yeah (laughs) (laughs) and we'll dig ourselves out sometime next year and and might have a brand So um you, you touched on it when you were speaking about working with Dulux about personality. Can you sort of talk to us about why it's important to have brand personality and, and how you would use that?
1: Yeah, yeah, I think I think it is really important um, so what I talk about is you know you 've got tangibles that someone buys from you, and of course you're talking about people are selling services. So you've got the tangibles of the service, like if it photographers, you've got the actual photograph, but you've also got intangibles that you're buying from people. So you're buying the whole experience of working with a cake maker or a photographer Mm. Um, and you're buying into the kind of promise of what they're going to deliver to you. Yeah. Based on what they can show you, case studies, and so on. But what's really going to, why are they going to choose your business rather than another business? And it's all about how well they connect with you. We talk about no light trust. Mm -hmm. And we talk about people buying people. Yeah. And this is where brand personality comes into it because it's like manage your brand as if it is a person. And for many of us as small businesses, It's our name on the door. Yeah. So it's completely aligned. Who we are as people is completely aligned with who our business is. Or even your brand is an amplified version of yourself. So it's all the best bits of yourself. Yeah. (laughs) 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 Yeah. It's me, my best me. Yeah, yeah. It is. So it's all part of we're human beings selling to human beings and we've got our business our business needs to be behave as a human so the intangibles of your brand are like this is why my my business exists your purpose your why this is what I believe in so your values your beliefs and your values and your personality so it's kind of an intangible but It's the reason why people connect with you. Hmm. So then what becomes important is how do you express that personality? I kind of divide it into three things. The first is how does your brand behave? You know, the jargon about touch points. Um, So how does your (laughs) brand behave in every instance in which your prospect connects with you? yeah so how do you answer the phone what are the words you use on your on your website how do you treat people when you meet them in person how do you treat them i keep thinking about photography for some reason wasn't it? because i'm talking to you <laughs> how do you treat people on the day you know how do you line them up and everything yeah. like that so that's the first part of it so what are the human traits of the brand and but basically how does it behave how does it act yeah The next thing about people is how do they look? So this is where you pay attention to, um, your brand style, not just you personally, but how does the brand look in social media? What sort of images does the brand use in social media posts? Mm -hmm. What are the brand colors? So of course you've got the colors of the logo, but you might have a bigger palette than that. You might have your logo colors. You might have, and you might have a signature color you use throughout your imagery. You might have accent colors. You might use colors to denote product packages or services packages. It's all about that brand image and style being used consistently. So people get to recognize and like you trust you because it's all leading up to that. And then the third element, if you think about people is, how do they talk? Because we talk about tone of voice. So how do people talk? So what sort of words do they use? What's the vocabulary? Talk about brand voice and finding our voice. Is it witty? Is it serious? Do you use lots of professional words? You know, some brands like Carling talks about probably the best lager in the world. So that's part of its voice. Mm. Or Specsavers should have gone to Specsavers. Savers. It's quite joking, yeah. isn't it? So the voice is really important and it goes beyond the voice and the words and the tone, because I think it's also about how the brand listens to people. So if you think about those three elements of the personality, it's really important that as a business owner, you manage them. Yeah. Because no one else can. And this is the thing about brand is if we as business owners don't take responsibility and accountability and manage, how our brand behaves and appears and speaks, then the opinion and perceptions that people form of our business is how it's going to be described. Mm. Because you know that Jeff Bezos quote, your brand is what people say about you when you're not in the room. Yes. So you you cannot dictate how your audience will perceive you, but you can try to influence it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So that's why it's
0: important. Mm. I kind of feel like it might be easier for us as sort of solo entrepreneurs and smaller businesses to do this because, like you say, it's usually our name attached to it and therefore it's our personality. So, like you say, just amplifying, whereas bigger um, corporations have got to cultivate that person that is the brand that um, message and i guess that's why we get a lot of um, on um, Twitter and things people saying the views here are my own and nothing to do with the company I work for and things
1: like that because yeah. they're not trying to influence the brands. It's something that um, I always do for my clients which I have to say because we always used it on big brands mm. which is a, it's a simpler version but style guide yeah. So you can keep a simple style guide where you've got all your color references. You've got your keywords, you know, your your guiding words for your brand personality, like your top three words or your top six words that describe your behaviors, mm-hmm. um, your own code, you know, your moral compass, your moral code for how you behave and your ethics. Yeah. So if you put these, you can even have it as a simple one word. Uh, not one word uh, a one sheet where you have just this is my brand style guide Mm. and I'm going to stick with it and Mm. over time it will evolve because everything evolves everything changes but you can use this because this is what big brands do they have their style guide and everyone who works on the brand whether they work in the company or whether they're an agency they have to adhere to it yeah that's how yeah. they manage it. So no reason why we can't either. No, absolutely.
0: Follow follow the plan. <laughs> yeah,
1: absolutely. Yeah.
0: Okay, so what if I am a listener and I'm thinking, do you know what? Yeah, my brand needs sorting out. it, it isn't representative of my personality, um, or or what I want to portray. what sort of the first thing that they should really be looking at doing?
1: Well, I would say this, wouldn't I? I'd say, say, go back to the basics. Start doing your brand thinking first. Mm -hmm. So the mistake most people make is they say, I've got to change the logo. But actually, the logo is the creative expression of your brand. So go back and answer some questions about your audience. So what is your niche? Who are your people? Who are the people that you are here to serve mm-hmm. and you know what I've started saying as well I've started saying that you're not only serving them you've got to really love working with them because yeah. if you don't what you, what's it all about
0: yeah yeah
1: so start with your audience pay attention to your your values go back you might need to you know times change and we're in strange times now mm-hmm. maybe um maybe you've discovered or maybe a value that you hold has become more prominent now so just reconfirm your values yeah i yeah. always say we all have a number of values i always say as a guide go for your top 5 and if you can go for your top 3 yeah um reconfirm why you're in this business because That's kind of why you want to get up in the morning and and enjoy it and have fun. An area that I think is really useful is think about your offers. So what are your offers? What are the results that your clients get from those offers and what makes buying from your business different and attractive and relevant and motivating and meaningful <laughs> for that audience. Cause if you've done that, what you've, what you've defined is your brand value proposition. That's the jargon. Yeah. But it's basically answering the question. Yeah. Why should your target market buy from you? And it's not, it's never, never, ever about just money. No. It's about those human things.
0: Yeah, yeah. You've got to think, I think that's so true. And, and the more that I'm looking into branding myself, the more, to me, it it's about making your customer feel something. If you can't make them feel something, they're yeah. never going to buy from you. And if yeah. you can make them feel the right feelings then yeah, isn't even a question. Yeah,
1: absolutely. And actually when you're thinking about results, or the benefits that buying from your business brings, you can say, you know, there are kind of practical benefit, like get a nice set of photos. What you said is so perfect because ask the question, how does it make them feel? And if you don't know, go and ask them go and ask previous customers. That's the other thing to do, do a bit of research and take a look at some of your competitors and not all of them, just the ones that you admire Mm, Yeah. and note what they do really well. You don't want to copy it. But note what they do really well, and think: Can I do this differently? Can I do it in a way that's that's more meaningful for my audience? Yeah. So love that. Yeah, yeah.
0: Okay, so before everybody rushes out and starts spending loads of money with graphic designers, <laughs> um, yeah. because I did that once upon a time, um, I just wanted you to sort of go over the difference because you are a brand strategist, um, yeah. which is not a graphic designer. What is the difference between a, a graphic designer? a brand strategist and or or going off and doing it myself like i, I can go onto canva and i can get logos can, on canva now
1: you can indeed on canva and you know what it's i think it's all about where you are in your business mm-hmm. and what you can what you can invest so if you're starting up a business invest what you can yeah. So for some people that might be using Canva, <laughs> <laughs> others it might be um, using Fiverr or one of these platforms. Um, so I usually don't work with people who are just starting up and they're bootstrapping, but it's all about what can you invest and what's the payback going to be. Mm. So um, I actually, part of the way I work is, a graphic designer is included in the way I work. Mm-hmm. So the way I work is start with your strategy, get your thinking sorted, get real, get clarified. Just who is this brand? What's it stand for? And then how is it represented? Because the output of my work is a creative brief and the graphic designers I work with work to that creative brief. So what we're doing is we're focusing their creativity on exploring how we best represent your brand, mm. I always think that works really well. I think a creative brief, whatever you're working in, a creative brief is really, really important um, because at the end of the day, when you see a selection of designs, your response is subjective and emotional, yeah, and that's important. But and sometimes it's really clear and obvious and plain sailing. But what about those times when those concepts are disappointing? Mm. aren't right how do you have a discussion then on why they're not right well what I've learned is you go back to the creative brief and say in the creative brief we agreed that this is how we wanted to represent the brand and in the concepts that we've got we're not quite doing this. So you've got a more objective way of discussing what you're seeking to represent for your brand in terms of your logo and the type of fonts you use. There's a real art in this. So graphic Mm -hmm. designers are really, really important to this. Yeah. And what I, what I say is what they really need and value is a great creative brief. So I'm here helping people um, to do that and taking them through the creative process. And because, come from a marketing background helping them with marketing materials Um, but that doesn't mean to say that if you're early on in your business development that you can't try and do that yourself yeah
0: so in summary our branding is the stuff around the brand that brings the brand to life and the brand is the person and if we want a, a fantastic brand we should really be looking at working with a brand strategist to help us create that brief now a lot of my listeners are already in their businesses so you yeah. might well be sitting there thinking oh yeah you know i did that I, I just got a logo off of fiverr it's the really common two rings linked together and you know it's it's uh, happy wedding day photography and it's yellow and that that's my yeah. branding um, and you might be sitting there thinking it's time for a change and and I really think that actually if you can nail your brand it can increase your inquiries and don't Mm -hmm. feel scared of niching down and really getting to the crux of who it is you want to work with down to minute details because it's not going to put off other people it's going to attract more people you want And you will still going to get inquiries from from other people that aren't necessarily that niche. Um, So that's fantastic. Thank you so much, Lynn. I think that's that's really, um, really given our listeners a good, good overview of what to be thinking about when they're doing their brand and why brand personality is so important. So thank you so much Mm -hmm. for coming on today.
1: right. You're very welcome. Thank you for
0: the opportunity to speak brilliant so Lynn's details will be in the show notes so you can connect with her um and you can head over to the show notes and download um, or connect with her through her social media. so do go ahead and let her know that you listened to the podcast and I'm sure she would be love to talk to you all about your branding um and for now I shall say goodbye and we will see you this time next week for another episode bye for now